Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Before I preach that message, I will read Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. I say indeed that your house and the house of your father would walk before me forever. But now the Lord says, Far be it from me, for those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. God is so kind. Even though you despise God, He will not despise you, but He will lightly esteem you. Our God is a God honor. Many people don't honor God in their life. They live a messy life. When people look at their life, they will put thumb down to Jesus and say, Oh, I don't want to be Christian. But still God say, I lightly esteem you anyway. He's a gracious God. But I want to emphasize what he say here. If you honor God, God will honor you. Amen. How many people want God to honor you? When God honors you, no one else can put you down. He will lift you up with his hand. He will honor you in society. He will honor you at the workplace. He will honor your home, honor your life. And when he honors you, your life will never be the same. Amen. I want the honor of God. But I need to do my job. I need to honor God. Is that right? Yes. Yesterday, we learned the quality of honor. How are you going to live a life that honor God? And how you going to receive the honor from God? Yesterday, we learned four characteristics of honors. Honorable qualities. Our God has quality of honor. So the quality I talk about here is the quality of God. Let me read this scripture one more time. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 20 to 23. In a large house, here are articles not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some are for noble purposes or honorable purposes, and some for ignoble or dishonorable purpose. If a man cleanses himself from the latter, if we make a decision, pursue honor and get rid of dishonorable quality of our life, then what happened? He will be an instrument for noble purposes, made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. I don't know about you. I make a decision since I accept Jesus Christ 38 years ago. I want to honor my God. The reason I want to honor my God is because He loved me first. Jesus loved me. He went to the whipping post. And the Roman soldier whipped him. 
He took my sickness. He took my shame. He took my punishment on his body. How many people have been whipped? Never. How many people have a needle, little needle into your when the doctor inject something? Do you like that? Do you like to go to see doctor and put your arm up and have a needle into your arm? It's not fun. And that is a little needle. Can you imagine? He got the big whip with all the pokey thing on the whip, and they cut his skin many, many times, and he opened not his mouth because he took our curse. He took our sin on the cross. He suffered for us. And when I saw the movie Jesus from Campus Crusade, when he was nailed on the cross, I cried and I said, "This man named Jesus died for me, and he gave me a new life. I love him, and I want to pay him back. And one way I pay him back." Is to live a life that honor Him and make people like Him. Amen. I don't want people to hate Jesus. I want people to love Jesus. Amen. So I make a decision to be an honorable vessel of God. So I have to clean up a lot of junk out of my life over the past 38 years. My selfishness, my short temper, many things. I need to clean up my life so that I can be honorable. Vessel of God, give him honor, and all these thirty-eight years, God honor me, because I honor Him first. Flee the evil desires of youth, pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord, out of a pure heart. Don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments. Because you know they produce quarrels, so the apostle Paul wrote to this young pastor Timothy that you need to honor the Lord and encourage your members to be honorable vessels in the house of God. Amen. Amen. This is your own decision. No one can force you to be honorable vessel for God. You need to do your homework. Get rid of all the junk out of your life. And put in the quality of honor. Yesterday we learned four qualities. I'm not going to go in detail. The first one: live a righteous life. Number two, second thing we learned yesterday: be a gracious person. Be gracious to people. What does it mean to be gracious? It means to be considerate. It means to be merciful. It means to be kind. To stoop down to the people who are inferior to us, don't put people down, but stoop down and lift them up and show love to them, and to show and extend favor to those who don't deserve your favor. Give people favor, give people grace and mercy. You remember this, the principle: you reap what you sow. If you sow love. You reap love. Amen. If you sow kindness, you receive kindness. Amen. If you sow favor, you receive favor from the Lord and from people. So you should be gracious person. Not only that, number three, God honor those who depend on the wisdom of God. 
You need to be wise, not the wisdom of man, but the wisdom of God. I went into detail yesterday. To be wise, you receive the honor from God. And the last one yesterday, we talked about to seek peace, to be peacemaker. Everywhere you go, you want to make peace. You want to help people to love each other. No quarrel, no strife. Help people to really reconcile to one another. Amen. We should be peacemaker. Now today we're going to learn a few more qualities of honorable people, and we need to grow in all these qualities. We should not be stagnant. I listened to a sermon long time ago. The sermon called "A Stench of Stagnation." You know, stench mean. How many people know the stench? The word stench mean bad smelling. When a cow dies. A lie on the ground and stays stagnant, stay there. That dead cow will have stench. Is that right? We don't want to have a stench of stagnation. We want to keep growing, moving, progressing, developing, grow more, become more and more like Jesus Christ. Amen. If the plane stop moving, what happened to the plane? Woo down. So the plane has to keep moving in the air. Is that right? We need to keep moving and growing in the way of God. So let's look at the fifth quality of honor together. Look at James chapter one verse five. The honorable quality is the quality of God. It's the characteristic of God. James chapter one verse five say, "If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives." Generously to all without fighting fault. Oh, God is so good. He is not the God who fight fault. He doesn't look at you and say, "Oh, your nose too small. You have little hair. You have lost your hair." He doesn't look at you and say, "Your necktie is not straight." <laughs> I just, no, Pastor Da tried to help me. <laughs> It's different. You are not judging me. You try to help me on the for the video purpose. <laughs> no, please don't come to church and judge one another. Don't point finger and look for fault each other. But our God is a God who is generous, and it will be given to Him. This is the way how I walk every day. Every day. Every minute, I hook up to God. I hook up to the Holy Spirit, and ask for wisdom. How I gonna handle this? What should I say to my patients? What should I do in this surgery? Every single minute, when I perform surgery, I ask the Holy Spirit. Next, 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 next. Every single step, because I want the wisdom from God, and the. Good things about God is that God gives us wisdom generously, more than enough. You know that our God is a God of more than enough. He's abounding God. If He gives to you, He will not give you a little bit. He gives you generously. So the honorable quality is this: being generous. You need to be generous, people. If you want God to honor you. You need to be generous, amen. I know a lady in my life. I know her since she was about fourteen, fifteen years old. 
I know her. She walked in front of my house, passed by, and my heart was beating. My heart was beating, and we began to look for her brother so that I can get to know her, and buy ice cream to give to her family. And after I get to know her, I find out that she is a very generous woman. The first salary that she got from her job, she gave all to her parents. She loved her parents so much. Very generous, and I can see that God honor her a lot. And I notice in my life, people who are generous around me receive the honor from God. Generous is a very important quality. Amen? Amen. You need to be generous to people. Don't be stingy. Being stingy doesn't give honor to God. Be generous. Be a giver. Give your time. Give your life. Give your effort. Give your Ability, give your talents, help people, love people. Amen. Be generous to the kingdom of God. Be generous to God. Remember this: you never outgive God. Be careful. I don't want you to be unwise or be foolish people. The way we should be generous. This is this the way we walk Christian walk. The way we walk Christian walk have three. Component three factors involved. Even with being generous, number one, you walk by love. Christian life must walk by love. You love people. Two, you walk by faith. Everything you do, do you ask yourself, do I do this by faith or not? Do I do this by love or not? If you do these two things, God can smile at you and put thumb up for you. Because Christian life is a life of love, and Christian life is a life of faith. But number three, very important, so that you can avoid being ripped off, being cheated, and being taken advantage of. Because some people may walk into the church and pretend like they are so oh in trouble and come to you and cry and ask you for something. So not only love, not only faith. The third thing you need to do. You walk by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You can love and you can have faith, but if you are not led by the Holy Spirit, you can be led by feelings, and led by feeling is dangerous, because a lot of people gonna come and rip you off to ask you for more money, but you sow that money in the wrong place, that money gonna be gone. So, being generous mean love. Faith and being led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. You can be generous to people by depending on the voice of the Holy Spirit. He will tell you, "You, we all have limited resources." Is that right? Yes. How many people have unlimited income? Raise your hand up. I don't. I have limited income. I have my paycheck, and that is it. I have limited income. I have only 24 hours a day. I have only limited energy. I have limited minutes in my life. So I need to be led by the Spirit of God, Amen. so that when I spend, when I give, I give to the right place, I sow in the right place, and I do it by love and do it by faith. If you can do that, you will be honored by the Lord. Amen. 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 It's very important to be generous 
people, generous to God's people, generous to the poor, generous to the ministry of God. Be generous all the time. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Normally, as a guest speaker, I'm a father and also guest speaker of this church. I'm not here all the time. Normally, guest speaker will not give offering because I already keep my time. I miss my work for two days, and I'm self-employed. So, if I come, I don't get income. I don't come here for paycheck. I don't demand for love offering. But my wife and I we talk. We should give a lot this trip to bless this meeting. So we write a check and we give because we want to be generous to the OC Church. We don't want to come and take, 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 take. Is that right? We come to give. We are here to give, and I believe as we give and be generous, God will take care of us anyway. God will take care of us. God will honor us. And I notice this experience this all the time. As we are generous to God, God will have the way to honor us and bless us back. So we should walk in generosity all the time. So that's number five: being generous like God. Everyone say, God is generous. Let me read the scripture for, to you in the book of Proverbs, chapter 11, verses 24 and 25. This is what God said, not for me. There is one who scatters yet increases more. And there is one who withholds more than is right. But it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich. This is a promise of God. The generous soul will be made rich. And he who waters will also be watered himself. Everywhere you go, you think about what can I bless you? What can I water you? Don't walk into the church with the attitude, what can they do for me? No, that is wrong attitude. You walk into the church, that person looks sad. How are you, sister? Can I pray for you? That person looks lowly. You go and sit and say, God bless you. Wow, you look awesome today. You are there to water the love, water the compassion on people. And as you do that, believe me, God will send people to help you and bless you. When you are down, God is going to send somebody to encourage you. Because he says, the person who water other people will be water as well. You reap what you sow. When you're generous to people, God will be generous to you. He will honor you. You will get a promotion. You will get a big bonus. The customer will come. God will bring in income to you supernaturally. Amen. That's what happened to me. When I'm generous to God, God is generous to me. Many years ago, one doctor sent a patient to me, and this, he is a rheumatologist. And this doctor said that, you know, I believe that fibromyalgia is caused by neck problem. When I read that referral, I, I laugh because in the medical school, fibromyalgia is not a surgical problem. It's a medical problem. You have to take pain pills, period. So he sent a patient to me, a lady. She came in, looked so depressed, no makeup, because she suffered for 20 years of fibromyalgia. 
I look at her cervical spine MRI and it looked abnormal. So I think, okay, I cannot try. I don't believe in this theory, but her MRI looked abnormal, so I fixed her surgically. And she came back for the follow-up two weeks after surgery, makeup on, look <laughs> glorious and handsome, and, and not handsome, beautiful. <laughs> I'm thinking about man, beautiful. And she said, all the pain was gone. And I was like, "Ooh, this dermatologist was correct." After that, I see fibromyalgia patient two or three cases a week, and I have special income because no other surgeon in the city know about this. Only me alone. Amen. Monopoly. <laughs> you see, because we are generous, God opened door for me to have special income. That no one else know. He knows how to bring money to me. I just give you simple example how God can open the door when you are generous to the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. The sixth quality of honor is in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 23. A man's pride brings him low. Proverbs 29:23. But a man of lowly spirit. Gains honor. What kind of person received the honor from God? A humble man, a humble woman. It's so important to be humble. When you are humble, it means this way. Yes, I know my talent, I know my gift, but I realize that that talent. That gift comes from the Lord. Amen. It's not me. The gift, the talents, the open door, the good breaks, everything that I have, come by the grace of God. Amen. I am in America now, having a good job in Seattle. I have a wonderful church in Seattle. My members are wonderful people. Love me, love God. They are all very sincere people. Now I have more and more American people walking and join the church because I'm Asian. Harder for American to join me because I speak with accent. But now more American people walking, and one thing they say in the church, they say this church is so sincere, loving, full of the presence of God, good teaching. I want to join you, and they come in and they get healed, they get miracles, and. You know, when I stand and listen to all these comment, I never think in my heart, "Oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> you're so lucky to have me." No, in my heart, I think it's by the grace of God that I'm here in Seattle, that I'm here to be a pastor, that you choose my church to be your home church. Without the grace of God. I cannot do this without the grace of God. I will not have you. Amen. You are precious. You are important. Amen. By His grace, by His mercy on me, humility, being humble, that you always give glory to God and not to yourself. When you are humble, you are teachable. Is that right? 
You're teachable. You are correctable. People can correct you anytime. People can teach you anytime. When you are humble, you admit your fault. When you make mistake, you say sorry. I make a big mistake. Could you please forgive me? When you are humble, you learn how to say sorry to other people. I say sorry to my wife all the time. I make a lot of mistake as a husband. I learn. I'm growing. She have sometimes had to talk to me. You should not do that. Oh really? Okay, I stop doing it. I cannot say. You know, I'm a man. How can a woman correct me? Shut your mouth. No, 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 no. Even my daughter. I have two daughters. Huh? What? I try to give a hint to some woman around here. <laughs> Even my two daughters, they sometimes sit with me and confronted me, and said, "Daddy, I think you are wrong," and I have to, okay, I'm wrong. Okay, I change. You know, I got confronted with my daughters and my wife and members in the church. Sometimes people talk to me that you know this is wrong. You need to change. If you are humble, you are willing to be corrected. You're willing to admit your fault, and God will give grace to the humble. How many people believe that there are different level of grace in people's life? Do you know that God called Mary, Mary, the mother of Jesus, the highly favored woman? It means that that woman has so much favor and grace from the Lord. Look at all these people. Joseph, King David, Paul, Mary, Ruth, Esther—all these people in the Bible—they have so much grace on them. I want to be a man of highly favored person in this generation, in this society. I want to be called by God a highly favored man. How many people want to be called a highly favored person? What do you do? Humble. Be humble. Don't look down on people. Always exalt other people. Always see other people good things. Always encourage other people. Being humble. Don't think that you are better than other people. Amen. I may be good at brain surgery, but I'm sorry, I cannot even cook rice. I cannot even do the fried egg. Every time I'm hungry, I said, "Honey, fry egg for me." So I may be good at certain things, but I am weak in other things. That's why we need to be humble toward one another. We need one another. We need to love each other. Amen. Amen. Humility will bring honor to you. Being a humble man and a humble woman. Amen. Amen. So number one, being generous. Number two, being humble. Number three, how do you get honor from the Lord? First Peter chapter one verse seven say, "This have come so that your faith, your faith of greater worth than gold. Do you know that your faith is more worthy than gold? Okay, faith is very important. I want to grow my faith." And I want you to grow your faith. 
Faith is of the heart, not of the brain, not of the mind. Faith is of the heart, which perishes. Gold can perish. Gold can be gone. Is that right? Can be stolen. How many people have things stolen from you? Yes, I have. I have things stolen from my house. Even though refined by fire, maybe prove genuine. God gonna prove your faith. God gonna bring the trial into your life. God gonna allow something happen to you to prove your faith, whether you are real and genuine in your faith, whether your faith is strong or not. He gonna test your faith. Okay, may be proved genuine and may listen carefully result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. When Jesus come back. He will not talk to you. Wow, your necktie looks very good. Look at your shoes, so nice. Wow, your Mercedes look nice. Your house look like a mansion. No, 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 no. He will not talk about your hairstyle, your your T-shirt, your nice uh, iPad, and your car. No, he gonna say, "Wow, jewelry." I'm very impressed with your faith. Amen. I give you honor. I give you glory. I give you praise. Everyone, clap hand to Jerry that he has much faith while he was walking on earth. <laughs> really, how many people want to hear the word of exhortation from Jesus on the last day? I want Jesus to put his thumb up toward me on the last day when he shows up, and he will say, "Wow, people in this revival church have so much faith. Amen. I'm so pleased with you. Come in, get the reward in heaven. Hallelujah. Faith is so important. Amen? Amen. So we need to build faith. Faith is one of the characteristic of honor. God say it is impossible to please God without faith. Everything you do without faith is a sin. Some people say sin means killing somebody, rob a bank, stealing money, gossiping. Yes, it's true. But people forget about the sin of not doing the right thing. Sin. There are two kind of sin: sin of doing bad thing, and sin of not doing the right thing. And when you do anything without faith, it's a sin. So everything you do, when you give offering, you give by faith. When you talk to people, God bless you. You talk by faith. Amen. When I perform surgery, I perform surgery by faith. Everything I do, I do it by faith. Actually, last week I have a very difficult surgery. A, a lady, she is 72 years old with a brain tumor up here, on this corner. And I have to do in the evening when uh, most of the nurses are not very experienced in brain surgery. So when I put the uh, the drill, the the machine that put the hole into the skull, and the machine didn't go through into the skull, it stopped in the middle, and I have a hard time open the skull. Normally, open the skull take about 20, 20 minutes for me, 20 minutes. 
So it took me one and a half hours to open the skull because I did not have the good equipment. Throughout the time, I cry now to God, God, you need to lead me step by step here how to get the skull out because her covering of the brain was so stuck to the skull, and I have to detach that little by little. The whole time, I perform surgery by faith. God lead me step by step. I took the tumor out within 15 minutes, but I took the skull out one and a half hours. More difficult to take the skull out than to take the tumor out. Tumor is a piece of cake. Pop, pop, pop. You see, so even during surgery, you do by faith. Even during walking in Disneyland, I walk by faith. What is the next fast pass? I want to see the next. <laughs> And they're gonna go there by on time to get into the ride by faith. And when I sit in that that uh, what mountain? Space mountain. God protect my neck and my back. <laughs> I will not have back pain and neck pain by faith. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we do by faith, and God love it. Amen? Amen. We need to walk by faith, and God will honor us. Honor, <laughs> honorable quality is faith. So, okay, generosity, faith, humility, faith. Number four for today. Look at Titus chapter two, verse seven. Titus two seven. In everything, set them an example. By doing what is good, in your teaching, show integrity and seriousness. The quality of honor here, mentioned by Paul to Titus, that we set the goal to live a life of good example with integrity. Okay, with. Integrity. We should be example to one another. And if you make a decision that I'm gonna live a life being good example, the way I talk, the way I behave, the way I spend my money, the way I respond to people, I want to be example. And my life is a life of integrity. I mean what I say. I don't cheat. I don't play game. I don't try to do anything to gain benefit from people, to manipulate people. Manipulation is not good. Life of dignity, life of integrity, is Jesus' life. We want to follow His example. He's a man of integrity. He set good example to other people. We need to set our life that way, walk that way. I'm going to be good example to my son and my daughters. I'm going to live a life of integrity in front of my children. Amen. Amen. Pastor Dan and I decided that we will not play game in the church. We will not take advantage of any members in the church. We want to have a life of integrity. And we will not play game with the word of God either, 
God say yes, win yes. God say no, me no. I'm not gonna play game. I'm not gonna dilute the scripture to please any rich man in the church, Amen. so that they will give more money. No, we're gonna say exactly what the Bible say, and we're gonna live a life of integrity and being good example to people. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Some people, some people ask me. You know, Pastor, you should uh, please all the young people in the church, so that your church will have more young people. Actually, my church have a lot of young people. I have a lot of young people, ranging from 18 to 30 years old. A lot, big group of people. We have, we even have young adult ministry now, young adult ministry, and they say that you should please them. You should wear jeans and T-shirt. And make your hair stick up, and and talk like a young people to please them. And they say, "No, I am example to them, not to please them." And what happened in my church? All the young people wear tie when they get up on the stage. They don't wear jeans and crazy stuff because we need to honor our God. Our God is a God of honor. I'm not going to wear jeans on the stage. If I meet my patient and I wear suit and tie and good pant, I'm not going to wear jeans before my God. He is honorable God. I need to show example to my young people. Amen. And God will honor me because I honor Him. Very important. I think nowadays you need to understand this: the pastor. Is not a movie star. A pastor is not the people pleaser. A pastor is the father, Amen. the father of people. Father set good example, not to go down to be kids again to make the kids happy. You need to set good example to younger people. That's what Titus learned from Paul. And when you honor God by being example. God will honor you, Amen? Amen. I pray that in America, we will have many pastors like that, Amen. pastor who act like a daddy, love people, being example to people. Church is a family, Amen. Amen. Last one, John chapter twelve, verse twenty-six. John twelve twenty-six. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. If you want to be honored by God, not only that you are generous, you have faith, you set good example, live a life of integrity, and you are humble, you are righteous, you are full of wisdom of God, you are faithful. And you are peacemaker. The last one I want to say in this trip is that you should be faithful servant of God. Faithful servant of God. I have a man in my church. This man, his name is A. A, every Sunday, he would show up, set up the computer to do video and live stream. 
When he has to do sound, he run to soundboard and he take care of soundboard. When the worship team lack guitar person, he play guitar. <laughs> he is a faithful man. He closed the church on Sunday. He is the last one who walk out of the church for years and years and years. This man is a faithful man. I really honor him. I really respect this man. And at the dinner time, our Thai church in the afternoon we have international church in the morning English. Afternoon we have Thai Laotian church. Every Sunday, this man will stand in the kitchen. What dishes? Faithful serving the Lord. Clean the floor. And he is the one also carry the bag of trash. To the trash can outside. I believe this man have a lot of rewards in heaven. Amen. He's a faithful servant of God. He is dependable, trustworthy, loyal, protect his leader. He is there. God can depend on this man. I want to encourage all of you in this room. You must be dependable, Amen. trustworthy. Every Sunday, you show up, ready to serve. You dare smiling. If the pastor need help, you help the pastor. Pick up the chair. Whatever responsibility you have, you are there faithfully, loyally, with cheerful heart. Serve the Lord. Man may not see it, but God see it. And you shall have rewards in heaven, and God shall honor you. You know, for me, I never look for people with head knowledge. Sometimes people walk in my church. I tell you the truth. People walk into my church and say, "Pastor, you need to let me teach your Bible classes." I say, "Why?" Oh, <laughs> uh, because I know Hebrew and Greek, and I finished from the Bible school. Okay. Oh wow! You want to teach? Let me watch you for six months. And this person always sit on the chair and wait for people to serve food. Never pick up one chair. Never do anything. Just sit there, let people serve him. And I was watching. No way you were teaching this church. I don't want head knowledge person. I want the example. You need to be servant. Leader must be servant leader. You serve people. You're not the boss. And I'm glad that I listened to the Holy Spirit, because six months later I find out that he was flirting with another woman. He is married already, but he was flirting anyway. So I say, oh, thank God I listened to the Holy Spirit. I don't let him come to the pulpit and talk on the microphone with this lifestyle. You see, in my church, you cannot come in and play game with me. I'm very observant. That your spirit. Are you faithful? Are you loyal? Are you trustworthy? Are you faithful? Are you dependable? Can God depend on you every Sunday? I look at your life character more than your head knowledge and your outward looking. Because God is looking the same way. God is not looking at your clothes. God is not looking at how handsome you are. He looks at your quality, your heart, your Faithfulness, your loyalty, 
your trustworthiness. Amen. Amen. All this quality is important to be a man and a woman of honor. Amen. Amen. Thank God for the anointing. Thank God that we have anointing to preach. Thank God for the power of God. Amen. But power and anointing are not enough. We need the character. Amen. The character of honor. Amen. Amen. How many people say that I'm going to put this into practice? Amen. Be faithful servant. Live a life of integrity and example. Faith, generosity, righteousness. Be wise, gracious, peacemaker. Amen. Go back home and meditate on this truth, and begin to practice it. Our God is a just God. Remember this. Even though He does not play favorite, or He's not a respecter of persons. Even though you may come from a very lowly family, you come from poor family, you grow up without any dignity in your life. But if you have this character, God is going to lift you up in your lifetime. He is not respecter of people. But at the same time, He's a just God, which means that if you play game, come into the church and do bad stuff, He cannot order you. He has to be fair. He honor people with the right quality. Amen. He's a just God. But at the same time, he doesn't play favorite. No matter what background you come from, if you choose to have this character, you can see your life. God will lift you up higher and higher and higher. He honors you. He lifts you up as time goes by, because you have the right character. You have the godly qualities in your life, the honorable qualities in your life. Please take serious about this. And when God honor you, He will honor your children as well. Amen. He will honor your grandchildren. Amen. He will honor you to the thousand generations. Hallelujah. I want that. I want the honor of God. Amen. 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 Let us pray, Father. We thank you so much for reminding your people to seek honor from you, to live an honorable life. To be like you, you are the most honorable person in the whole universe of heaven and earth. We want to have all these qualities in our life. May your Holy Spirit, by your grace, help all of us here and those who listen to this teaching in the internet to embrace. The honorable qualities, and to cleanse themselves from the dishonorable things in their life. Change us so much, Lord. Transform us to become more like Jesus Christ. Use us, and we believe you shall honor us in every way. You shall honor us physically, emotionally, mentally. Spiritually, 
financially, you shall honor our ministry, honor everything that we touch, we do, we say. Your favor will be upon us. We will be highly favored Christians in our society and in this generation. Lord, we saw example of Joseph. Of Daniel, of Esther, of Ruth, Mary, of Paul, O Lord, of Elijah, Elisha, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, of Moses, Joshua, those people who have received your honor, and you honor them by putting their name in the Bible. You honor that woman who poured the alabaster fragrant oil upon the head of Jesus. It cost one year wage because she's so generous to Jesus, and Jesus honored her by saying, "Everywhere the gospel is preached, her story will be mentioned." So now I fulfill what Jesus said. I mentioned about this woman. Who was generous to Jesus Christ? Oh Lord, I want to be that kind of Christian in this generation, Lord. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to make sure that everyone in this room really have the ticket to go to heaven. I want to make sure that on the last day when you stop breathing, and you will not be surprised that you are somewhere else down there, but you will go up to heaven. I want to make sure. Not everybody who go to church will go to heaven. Not everybody who say I'm a Christian will go to heaven. You have to be careful. Because that is in the Bible, Matthew chapter seven, say, "Not everyone who call me Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do the will of my Father." So, I want to make sure you are born again. How many people want to go to heaven? How many people want to be born again for sure? This is serious business. Very serious. Life on earth is so short, but life next life is so long, for eternity. Only one choice, one chance. We can have one chance on earth here to go to heaven. I just want to make sure. In order to be born again and go to heaven for sure, number one, you need to admit that you are a sinner. Number two, you need to repent of your sin. Three, you believe Jesus died for you, paid a price for you. He is your savior and your lord. Four, you follow Jesus and get to know Him. Your faith must follow by action. Okay, not just your mouth. You have action of repentance. The Bible says you prove your repentance with your fruit. You need to have the fruit of repentance. Amen. Amen. So, make sure. So, I'm going to ask all of you to confess together with me. That you are really born again. Okay, let's confess together to God. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, and you shall be saved. 
Let's say together, Father in heaven, before your presence right now, before my brothers and sisters, and the angels in this room, I admit that I have sinned against you. Lord, forgive me. Of my, of my sin. I thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord for, cleansing for cleansing me. I repent, I repent of, my of my sins. Give me your grace, me your grace to, say no to, sin. to say no to sin every day. Every day. I, believe I believe and confess with my mouth, confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of the Living God. He died on the cross. He shed His blood to save me. He took my sin. He took my curses. My sickness. He took every bad thing from me on that cross at the whipping post. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, thank you so much, thank you so much. For, giving for giving me life, eternal life, eternal life, and, abundant life and abundant life to the full. To the full. I, believe I believe and declare, and declare Jesus, Jesus is the living God. He was raised from the dead, from the dead. on the third day. And he is at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus, I open my life. You can sit on the throne of my life. You are my master. You are my God. From today on, I will follow you. I shall serve you. I shall do your will. Give me power. Give me grace to be able to walk with you until the last day. And one day, I will see you face to face in paradise. But on earth here, I shall walk by faith. I shall walk in love. And I shall be led by the Holy Spirit. I will live a life that honors you every day. I believe my name is recorded in the book of life of the Lamb. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.